Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Lucky Dice Games is proud to present the undisputed podcast champions of the world, Drew Cotton, David Gosselman, Jason Alfie, and your rock world heavyweight champion, Dan Howell. Welcome to Flickstar. Woo! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I think that we should do that every episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, Drew, we need uh, you back more often. I will be back more often. It feels like it's been a hundred years. Uh, roughly. In dog years, probably. It's, yeah. it's been about 40-ish episodes. Not quite, but almost. It's been quite a while. That's a long time back. in the podcasting world. It's a long time yeah. in the podcasting world. There are people on our Facebook page who don't even know who I am. <laughs> There are okay. people who weren't playing Hero Clicks the last time you were on. That's true. That's true. There's true. people on our pocket page who don't know who I am, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's They just look for Dan. Yeah. Right? It's all Dan. He, he's he's yeah. a big dude. It's all, about, it's all about Dan. No, it's, uh, they look for Dave, too, because he's the one, uh, he's the feisty one. <laughs> that is, Dave, is, Dave is the drunk. So uh, he he's famous for that. So I I've been known to be drunk from time to time. Only David time. may or may not have hugged fifty people Friday night at the Rock Cup. Only fifty? <laughs> oh, maybe. No, I don't know. Only fifty. I mean, it could have been seventy-five. I'm not sure. That's fair. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the Dave I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least at least fifty. At least. I'm, I'm trying I, to be conservative on my numbers. I would just like to thank everyone for their generous hugs. I mean, Dave, Dave loves the hugs, guys. I I could not have hugged that many people without you guys. So <laughs> that's true on multiple levels. Otherwise, that's a uh, kind of a crime. I think, right? It might be assault of some type. I'm not sure. <laughs> we got a serial hugger. No oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Dave, my first uh, tournament experience, Dave showed up at somebody else's hotel room to give me a drunken hug. I, I did. <laughs> yeah, we went over that on the show a long time ago. long time you ago. You guys were like, oh, we're staying was... at the Red Roof Inn. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, me too. And then, like, I go there, and freaking this guy is just so pissed because uh, I don't know my way around Columbus very well. And it was, like, so 3 we... o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and we were not at the same hotel at all. Well, nope. we were, though. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> it was, but that guy didn't really like it either way. I'm sure he's past it now. <laughs> or maybe not. What if he's still up at night like, that fucking guy? <laughs> maybe he has a podcast somewhere. I was going to I was gonna say, I remember listening to this episode many moons ago. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, this is clicks clicks off history that nobody heard. It is. Right? <laughs> go back and start in episode one and catch up. You'll you'll know me then. Oh, just, just go to episode two. Yeah, go to episode two. Now I'm thinking about it. Just don't do one. That's <laughs> <laughs> we got Justin Timberlake on the show. It was weird. It was weird. Don't do it. <laughs> well, Drew, we're glad to we're glad to have you back for uh, always for, good to be back. We're glad to have you back for this uh, special. Uh, typically, when we do a champ chat, like we have a guest on the show, and you don't even yeah. we we don't even have to have a guest now. Yeah, we just got the old team back together yeah. because our champ is on the team. What's up? Congrats. Right. Sponsored by World Champ, hosted by World Champ. The only this, podcast hosted by World this. Champion. The current <laughs> World Champion, I should say. This is the show of champions, but I don't care who says what. <laughs> and now we are the team of champions. Very true. So suck it. <laughs> Talking wow, to you, wow. unnamed podcast. So, uh... Daniel, do you want to talk about uh, your experience a little bit? Yeah, so um, there's a couple of things, right? So I'm super excited, obviously, that I won uh, one Rock Cup uh, this past Sunday, uh, nine rounds undefeated. Um, that was always my dream. I, I never really shared that with anybody, but it was always my dream to, uh, you know, uh, win win the big event undefeated so that no one is like at the end of the day well i gave that guy his first round l (laughs) right which always happens right so uh nine rounds undefeated um i'm gonna go uh, so i'm posting an article on uh majestic's website and pat's gonna make it free for everybody um i'm gonna go to go into a round by round uh, with details in there, so I'm not going to bore y'all with uh, with text of um, of all my uh, of all my rounds. Uh, I'm not going to bug y'all on the show with um, round by round play, um, other than a few couple of questions that we have. But I do want to talk about my team uh, quite a bit because uh, I think we'll have some discussion on that, uh, especially compared to what Dave and uh, uh, Jason saw over the weekend. Uh, with different teams. Um, so, my team was Jimmy Mind at 150, um, Forged in Blue Flame times 3 for 15 points, uh, Supreme Intelligence assigned uh, to Uni Mind, uh, Nighthawk Prime, Carnage, The Atom, Symbiote, Boxing Ring, 2 Shield Level 7s, Green Arrow ID, Nightwing ID, uh, Athena, Cersei, Makari uh, were my Eternals. Uh, TMT, Mighty Thor, Armored Hulk, Nick, Chase, Hawkeye, Ellie, Nightwing, Ellie, Green Arrow, and EW, Chase, Green Arrow. Maps were Crossfire Canyon, Remote Outpost on the Mexican border, and the Underground. So, I had all the things. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just think of the most meta team that you could possibly think of. The stinkiest cheese. Possible. <laughs> I would just like to say that Makari should just be called Dave from now on. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave is actually Makari. So. Um, I am a good source of prop and hypersonic speed. You're welcome. But I can only make close attacks. When, when, you're, when you're on the field by yourself. 
But yet you allow Unimind <laughs> to attack from five squares away out of adjacency and with double targets. I'm the real MVP. <laughs> so the um So lots of lots of different choices there that I had to go with. Uh I just want to kind of talk about a few of the choices. Um my cheese was very tasty. Um so, so out of all the decisions I had to make, the first one was um, Supreme Intelligence versus Teleporter. Dave and I actually talked about this on the last uh, episode or so when we had um, uh, when we had Howard on. Um, so, so the Teleporter for six cards takes all six of your slots. So, in my example, I would have only been able to play with Hulk, Nick, or Hawkeye. Um, it would only and only one level seven. Um, so I opted for the supreme intelligence for that reason. I was able only able to have four IDs, which I only burned all four IDs in one game. So I was not at a lack of IDs, um, but I was able to choose which piece went on which um, which ID. Um, the only one I didn't call it all day was the Ellie Green Arrow. Um, Hulk, Nick, Hawkeye, Nightwing, EW, Chase, Green Arrow, all came out. Um, I mean, that makes sense in a Unimind heavy meta. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Green Arrow only came out for the kill shots. Um, Chase, Hawkeye usually came out first. Um, Nightwing, um, Nightwing punished um, HaHa Jokers all day. Uh, as he should popping off 20 points at a time was a lot of fun Um, god so which is crazy because you're like oh a 30 point piece I just popped off you know I did 20 damage or I did 12 damage to it I got 20 points yay (laughs) 12 damage 20 points good job well done but still I mean it's worth it um so Armored Hulk uh, killed a bunch of Nighthawks, uh, but point being, uh, Supreme Intelligence allowed me to have the IDs regular and have the choices. Uh, Supreme right. Intelligence, uh, the big thing was it never left click one, sidestep. Yep, which uni- is great. Yep. It uh, allowed my uni mind to advance, call out IDs, advance back, um, to get off the board whatever he needed um i never thought sidestep would help me be so mobile throughout the day (laughs) two uh, squares at a time two squares at a time baby doing that spider shuffle Um, (laughs) that's right um the uh the other thing was nighthawk prime so there were a lot of decisions there to make nighthawk prime versus say goblin king uh versus maybe uh merc with a mouth um, being the other choice, uh, Nighthawk Prime uh, is constant. He doesn't ha- require actions like Merc with a Mouth. Uh, he's got a longer dial than Goblin King. He has Shape Change. He has Outwit. Uh, he has Energy Shield Deflection. And guess what? Sidestep. Oh snap! Yeah, I love some Sidestep. Uh, Carnage versus the uh, Carnage. Uh, Ten points. Colossal makes Pog. Has plastic titty, um, plastic titties, plastic titty, and uh, sidestep. 
So, <laughs> um, uh, so I've gotten some questions so far. Uh, even the Adam versus the Second Carnage. I only had four characters, so I could only have four IDs. Another Carnage would have put me five points short. Uh, but the Adam uh, has Empower, which I used. Uh, it also has um, in, Indom, so I was able to move twice. So second turn mobility was greater than a Carnage without Indom. And anybody want to guess? Uh, pen damage through shape change that uh, a bunch of Nighthawks have. Okay, there was that. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm I'm gonna use my intuitive detective skills here and assume sidestep. Perhaps? There you go. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm a genius, dude. I'm a I genius. Have lost, I haven't lost my touch, you guys. Right. <laughs> there you go. You still got it, Drew. Yeah. Uh, symbiote was there. Uh, I went through a lot of different objects. Um, but symbiote allowed my union mind to have plastic titty. Allows it to automatically break away. Uh, I never rolled for the plus stats. And the big thing was shape change. Um, so even on turns where I had to drop Power Cosmic, I could still have shape change, super senses, and invincible. Um, you know, it goes into at least, I would have at least one roll out of those, most likely. Yep. Um, so, which uh, the, the last attack of the finals, uh, I hit a shape change, so... That was exciting. <laughs> um, I love how Dan says that was exciting. Yeah, and like his his <laughs> non-excited <laughs> voice. No, I tell you, I tell you, it is, it is. So, so that was kind of me reading from my little script that I have here. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was so. I, di- I didn't, I didn't write down that it was exciting. That was just me. That was just me and my scripted voice. But no, hell, man, it was, uh, it was excited. They they called time on my turn. And uh, they called time on my turn, and Easton still had a turn, but I knew that there was no way that Easton could pop my uni mind. And uh, I said, Oh, holy shit, I just won Rock Cup. <laughs> that's, uh, uh, that's the only man to ever win his winning move to go, Whatevs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my winning move was to TK. Uh, I was behind five points most of the game after uh, Nighthawk rolled super senses on me from the table, and uh, oh man, it was uh, it was rough. And then eventually we got to talking about how what the rules were behind TKing the object, and uh, it uh, it turns out that um, you can TK at your range. Easton moved twelve squares. Uh, my printed range on Uni Mine, as you know, is a ten, and uh, I just was like, "Okay, I'll perplex up my range to a 12 and TK." Probably the <laughs> only game won on a missed attack roll <laughs> all day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, in the favor of the person who missed the attack, at least. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I missed even, the one. Woo. I still destroyed the object, but I missed the attack roll. Well, right. so yeah. I don't know if Jason is aware of how many times we nearly died during your finals match. We may I'm, or may I'm not so, have. I, I I elected to try to not pay attention to how many times we died. Uh, I'm watching that on the road. Uh, well, like it's on the road, and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, oh, I should probably pay attention to the road. And like five seconds later, what's going on? What's going on? Oh, I should probably pay attention All to the right. road. <laughs> please drive, Dave. Please. 
<laughs> right? Just it was it was you. it was raining, and we we're driving through the mountains in the dark. <laughs> dark. Yeah, I mean, it is <laughs> pitch black. What pouring down? Go I'm going 35 through the mountains because I can't see five feet in front of me. And <laughs> yeah, all for you, Dan. You better be happy. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. They were going to be super mad if they died to watch you lose. All right. Thanks for not killing. Uh, thanks for not killing Jason. Right. Yeah, I, pre- I oh, appreciate that. Me, right? <laughs> so, of course. I mean, we could live without you, Dave, but we need Jason. He's the. I wasn't. Text. I wasn't. I wasn't in an innocent bystander. So. <laughs> there are no you had your own, You had your. You had your own life in your hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. Yeah, I mean, other than that, that's kind of what that's that's the quick summary of what I wanted to talk about on my team, um, and uh, I'll have a match by match uh, write up on Majestics here in a couple days. So, so I gotta say, man, obviously one of the better Unimine players of the day because so many of the Unimine players I played were like, "I'll take shape change." Well, I didn't have to pick it because I had it. <laughs> Right, right, but I mean, like, there were a lot who, you know, because, so Drew, you may not be aware of this, but Unimine can pick a power on, it's basically like an entity. He can pick a power on your turn and his turn, right? I am reading him right now, actually, but go on. (laughs) So, there's this green arrow, whenever he hits, he takes your defense power off. Mm. Well, they ruled that if Unimine gets his, but he only takes off, Defense powers in the defense slot, like Agent 13. Um, so they ruled that if you pick Invincible off one of your sideline pieces, one of your side bitches, as I like to call them. Right. Yeah, um, you still get that power. So, like, even if Green Arrow shoots you and you have Invincible, you you only take half the damage or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but So that's the trick to getting through the Green Arrow with the Unimine team, is, is that have the Invincible double stacked or, and what, all that crap. But um, so many guys that I played, like, picked Shape Change instead and, like, put their lives on, like, a roll, you know? So I played four Unimines. Um, the first one, uh, he failed his Shape Change and I missed him. The second one I popped. The third one hit Shape Change. And the fourth one um, missed Shape Change, but I couldn't hit the roll so dang yeah yeah so i was just like having a bat man i had them all right there where they were dead to rights and they just either my dice crapped or their dice hit it so hmm. i uh i i i popped i popped all the eating mines except for easton's in the first round in a or the last round and a fruises in the first round. <laughs> so I popped uh, three of them, I think. I don't have my other. <laughs> I don't have. I don't have my other notes in front of me at the moment. I think I popped three Unimines. Um, Dang. So so Dave, how did you end up the day? So, I finished top 32. I ended up hard-switching my team. I really didn't have, like, a team going in. I just had some pieces I was comfortable with. So, I was going to combine some uh, stuff to maybe make a team. 
And uh, I ended up going to practice with Austin Lytle like the night before he wanted some practice. And um, so he was playing uh, a shredder team that was basically Green Lantern, um, Minnie and Claw, and let's see, uh, Round Table and Two Carnages. And it was just super fun to practice against. And I was just like, man, do you mind if uh, if I use this team as well? And he was like, no, nah, man, go for it. So, because, you know, I, I wanted to use Lex Joker Duo, but with all, I just knew there was going to be so many Unimind Nighthawks. And I figured that team could probably get the Nighthawks pretty easily. So at that point, it was just clearing out the Unimines. And I mean... If any team has the longevity to do it, it's the Shredders. I think in the end, probably the one fatal flaw, obviously, is like there are no support powers on the team. There's no outwit. There's no perplex. There's no prop. You know, so. But I did have a really good time, and I had some really good games. Um, no, nah, man, I can't be disappointed making top 32 on a hard switch team the night before, so. No, it was it was good stuff. Those uh, the shredders are just such good ID card callout figures. Yeah, they are. I agree with that. So, so Jason, we we enjoyed that you went with us. Enjoyed that yes, you got, we did. Enjoyed that you got to get out of the house. Sorry, you didn't do so well. You had a bad Sunday. So. But he had a good overall time. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. That's if he's a... Uh, he might be on mute. He might be. He might be taking care of the chillins. Yeah, the chillins. Oh, sorry. I was I was on mute. Yeah, I was talking like totally nobody was hearing me. <laughs> Whoops. Like, Why do you guys keep interrupting me? I'm trying to talk. Yo, I did have a good time, though. I did, I, I did have a good time. It was nice getting out of the house. Uh, yeah. yeah, Sunday, Sunday, luck was not with me, uh, at all, so, that, uh, was just downhill from the get-go, but, uh, yeah, I had a good time, I, I know, I wasn't even, I wasn't even qualified for finals when we got there, and I wound up running a hard rock and some other stuff, and got qualified, so, oh, it wasn't, man. the hard it rocks, was, yeah, it wasn't a total, uh, total loss, I guess. I mean, I've, I just this year just hasn't been a time where I've had time to devote to the game, like right. I haven't I have in the past. So, so, uh, so that was a statement. So what? Um, what was uh, what was your guys' favorite part of the weekend? Mm, Village Burger. <laughs> oh, that was pretty damn good. <laughs> That was good stuff. I will. I will agree that that was good stuff, <laughs> dude. We went back the next day. I was like, I gotta get me some more village burger. You know what? Yeah. It yeah. was oh, man. so good. That was that was so good. I don't. The, the, I had a good. I had a good time at the, the mystery dinner. Was great. Again, I don't is. remember a lot of it, but I heard drunken. It was drunken Dave was entertaining. Uh, there were a lot. There, <laughs> There were there were lots of hugs given out. There may or may not have been uh, uh, some dirty things that happened during the, during the uh, 
during the dinner that Dave was involved in. <laughs> I did not recommend D on the face, I swear. D, there might have been a D on the face, I don't know. <laughs> what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, so I do remember parts of this, okay? So at one point, they're playing the... So the newlywed the game, right? The mystery dinner is like a high school theme. So there, there's the three it, high it was school a, couples. It was, it was a high school sock hop in the 50s, okay. Yeah, so uh, they were playing the newlywed game, and I don't know if you guys know Lindy, but she's almost as bad as me, and if you get the two of us together, uh, it's a bad idea, Um, (laughs) because I'm a bad influence is basically what it comes down to. So um, she happened to be one of the characters, and she's she's playing with a guy at our table whose name was Jack Hast. So we literally H. spent, with an H, right? Jack, H-A-S-S. We spent, I'd say, at least five minutes of the entire dinner chanting, Jackass, Jackass, Jackass. <laughs> but um, they were playing newlywed game, and one of the questions that was presented by the host was, um, basically, um, whenever I wake up in the morning, I have my whatever on her whatever, right? So, like, one guy's, like, super lame. It's like... Head on her pillow. And I'm like, boo. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm pretty sure at some point I look over at Lindy and I just put my finger across my forehead, right? And she gets it. (laughs) She gets what I'm saying. So I don't know if I helped influence or she already had that conclusion because I would not put it past her. But then whenever it came back, it said... D on my face is what the card said, and I lost she, my shit. She even had an illustration drawn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we just put it over the top. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it was good stuff. I, Lindy, I applaud you if you're listening. That was just fantastic. right. And then uh, at one point, the guy who had played the uh, the freaking uh, principal during the whole thing, his his character's name was Principal Smelding. And I swear to God, it was the end. And Jason saw this shit because he was right yeah. next to me. It was the very end of the freaking dinner, right? And I go, ha, smelting. It's like building, but smelly. And he goes, it took you that long to get it? And I just look him dead in the face. And I go, man, I'm really freaking drunk. Give me a break. He's like, you got a point. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it was a blast. The uh, the mystery dinner was the only thing I didn't do this year. I uh, I, I was drinking at the bar with Lane, so I was also drinking at the bar with y'all. <laughs> I was everywhere. It was like I was drinking at all the stuff. Drunk Dave is a force of nature, man. <laughs> if you've never seen Drunk Dave, you're you you haven't seen anything. <laughs> David, Dave, it's like you have a it's like you have a split dial like Etrigan the Demon. Right? Oh yeah. Most it's people like, would say that you can't take Drunk Dave anywhere. I prefer to take Drunk Dave everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, turn this click to a blue click number. <laughs> well, I just remember and, uh, like, this so, piece will now play itself. Enjoy. So in Dan's yeah. room, yeah. I took three of those like one and a half shots of freaking that one hundred proof moonshine. And then as soon as I got downstairs, I ordered a Long Island iced tea. And Jason was like, oh my god, what are you doing? And then the worst part is, I, uh, I'm i drunk, and I'm completely aware of everything that's going on. Yeah, I just I can't really do much about it. 
I already knew he was drunk. I was like, you, right. have to, you need to, like, stop now. <laughs> it was funny because in later on in the dinner, I think he just eventually realized there was there was no containing it. It was just like, there, there was. get out of the way. <laughs> there, there wasn't. It was just like, it was just like, back off and just like, let it happen. <laughs> so you're not going to stop it. <laughs> oh, man. That's my favorite like, night's at, 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 at one point, we're sitting there and we're eating and Dave looks down and he's like, where'd this plate come from? <laughs> he's like, did you make me a plate? <laughs> he's like, how do I get this plate of food? And like, you brought it over there, you idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. And then I remember I went over to the bar and Dan and Lane were there, and I chilled with them for a second. I was like, Jason doesn't want me to drink anymore, but I want another LIT. And Lane was like, well, just leave me the money here, and I'll bring it to you. I was like, oh, my God, will you? <laughs> and, and we they were giving out, you know, like, goodie bags, right? And they had, like, the new Rock 3D objects in them. And Dave dumps his out, and he's, like, he's got a, a donut object, right? And the next thing you know, he's flinging it across the room. I was throwing it at PJ. <laughs> I was just predicting the end of Daniel and Easton's match two days before it happened. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was. It was foreshadowing. I, I, it I, was. It was. There would be an object thrown that weekend. Damn it! That's true. <laughs> Dave threw it across the room like whatevs. Whatevs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no man. Uh. Now, I tell you, the other thing was, is damn, it got so quiet in that room. Uh, you guys didn't get to see it on the. Uh, on oh, the... dude, we thought we lost the feed. That's how quiet it was. We were like, "What happened? Did we lose the feed?" <laughs> yeah, no, they got so quiet in the room. Like, I just looked up from the match and like went, "Y'all too damn quiet." <laughs> you only get goofy whenever you play Easton, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah. Usually he has that serial killer look on his face. I know it, right? He's like, I'm going, I'm going to destroy you. Clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack, clickety clack. <laughs> Man, he should say that whenever he KOs somebody's piece. Clickety clack, motherfucker. <laughs> he, he, take, he takes that handful of that handful of poker chips. He's like clickety clack, clickety clack. Oh my god, is it not the loudest shit in the world, too? And he does it on purpose. <laughs> I remember. We were watching a feed or something on a super cue that I didn't get to go to, and Dan was there, and you just got me here. Huh? I was in Tennessee. He was doing that. Right. You could just hear clickety clack, clickety clack. And, like, we're just watching, and I'm like, oh my God, that is driving me crazy. I feel sorry for his opponent right now. <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you, he does the shit on purpose. I think he like buys like better acoustic poker chips than anyone else has for the clickety clack. It's just I have uh, I just have all the Nick Fury ch- poker chips in the world. <laughs> clickety clack, clickety clack. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Nick Fury coming for that ass. <laughs> <laughs> The sound of your impending doom. Clickety clack, clickety clack. Right? Yeah. So, so Friday, just to break down some schedules of people who weren't automatically in the finals, Daniel. Enjoy that again. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, y'all's Friday was better than my Friday. 
Yeah, you had to play that bullshit Super Q. Q God, oh, yeah. So I'll sum up my I'll sum up my Friday Super Q experience with this: uh, five rounds, two zero point losses. <laughs> double double zero point losses. So we both lost. One of them was on the stream. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Who were you playing when that happened? Uh, James Chris from uh, Oklahoma. Oh, that had to be boring for and, all the people watching. And it was a mirror match too. We were playing the exact same team. <laughs> yeah, we was having way more fun than that. Y'all met it <laughs> so damn hard. So we, me, Kyle, and Jason signed up for Hard Rocks. Uh, I won the first Hard Rock of the Rock Cup. I won um, second. J- yep, Jason won the second. And then uh, we did Battle Royales and, like, freaking got Kyle a bunch of points. Yeah, I pulled a shield hook and crushed a bunch of shit. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to play a Battle Royale when there's literally nothing at stake. Yeah. It's always fun to play a battle royale when you pull really good. Yeah, yeah it is that. when you pull really good. Like when that, <laughs> in the next game that me and Dan and Sam and Lane played, we just pulled a bunch of shit, <laughs> and it was about as boring as could be. <laughs> Man, I really wish there was a good piece in this so we could actually kill something. Well, like the best thing out there, like Lane pulls Pluto right, and just proceeds to make like a fuck ton of like pogs, right? <laughs> Warrior souls or whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Saturday we played teams. Right, right. So yep. uh, we proceeded to knock out Ragnarok and freaking Juggernaut and then be knocked yep. out by our other team. Yeah, yeah. Round four we had to play. <laughs> we had clicks off and faces off against each other right. for top eight. Yeah. We, we both could have been in if it were not for that. I know uh, it. That's what – so, like – at the time, I was like, well, at least one of our teams will make top eight. But then, like, afterward, I'm like, we had pretty good pools compared to a lot of the teams that were, like, middle of the road at the time. And I was just like, mm-hmm. man, it kind of sucks that we had to play each other, too. Because we could have had two teams in top eight. Right. Yeah, we totally could have had we not met each other in the last round. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would have been fun. So, so Jason, you want to head into the uh, the uh, questions? Yeah, viewer question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was viewer, about viewer, to, qu- viewer questions. Viewer questions. Yes. yes, yes, I got him to say it. Yes, God. Well, you, you always say it. I figure I might as well just keep up the trend, right? Uh, <laughs> Drew, I have literally been working with these guys. I swear, I've been like, we don't have viewers, you guys. We are an audio only podcast hey, 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 hey. for a reason. What? I don't, I don't know if this oh. you guys shit is okay because he's okay, the one that does damn. this all the time. <laughs> I have pointed it out before in the past myself. I'm just, Rock I'm just World taking Champion over for him. Doesn't even know what media he's speaking to. Let's be a hundred percent fair. There was a Facebook live stream once. There were viewers before, not once. While one time. We had viewers one time. You know how long ago that was? It was the episode after my last episode that I was on. (laughs) Well, that was a long-ass time ago. I was was on episode 19, and that was episode 20. It was the Facebook Live. (laughs) That was one of the greatest days of my life. That was a fun day. Yeah, we should probably do that again. Uh, Anyway, uh, first question from Johnny Alpha. Daniel, what's your next goal for competitive hero clicks? Oh, man. uh... Repeat. (laughs) Um, so, 
uh, I think it's got to be WizKids World Champ. Yeah, yeah, good goal to have, right? So you came in what fifth this year at, at uh, WizKids World? Uh, fifth in nationals and like a twelfth okay. and world. So, um, yeah, uh, maybe and maybe the short term goal is to actually win a super qualifier. So I went. I went from winning estates to winning worlds, and skipped everything in the middle. Skipped all the middle ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, he went from just couldn't get there to that win to just like winning everything. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically, that's like what Easton did a couple years ago. Remember, like when he was like second, third, second, second, and he couldn't win one, and then just like he started winning fucking everything for two years. Everything except the big one, right? <laughs> Ouch. Hey, he won Team Whoa. Worlds. That's yeah, my bearded brother. Worlds. Come on now. Yeah. Come on now. Oh, he's had to poke a little fun at him, right? Yeah, he can take it. He's a big boy. Uh, John Drapp wants to know, what was your favorite team to play against? You can't say Lane Miller's team. <laughs> so, favorite team to play with. So, I think, I think I'm going to answer this two different ways. Um... There was a there was a couple of teams that I just knew going in that I should get the win here. Uh, those are probably my favorite teams to play with, play against. Uh, the most, <laughs> the most, the don't most... give anyone credit, Dan. Just uh, I like the teams that I know I'll destroy. <laughs> <laughs> those are Dan's favorite teams. I know, know, but that. it's just like we're looking like I thought this team was super creative and fun to play against but it's like no nah, I knew I'd wreck this punk so I really enjoyed playing that guy so 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 I think the way he 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 words the question the the team that had my buck butthole puckered the most was Bob Gray's um uh Mangog Jane Foster Nighthawk Prime Supreme Intelligence on Mangog and two carnages with some IDs Mangog Right. Uh, that was my. It was. It was. It was the craziest team. It was the matchup that I had practiced the least, um, and just that long dial, colossal stamina. Um, I basically Bob had more points on the board to kill than I did, um, so I killed all of his points, added up all the points, and just strategically repositioned better than Bob could to prevent Green Arrow from sniping my ass. Does that mean AK Dan ran like hell? Bob, uh, so here's the thing, Dave. It was in the top 32. Oh, I understand. It was just, no, it was just like I had to do against you in the top 32 last year. So Get the fuck out of there, Dan. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, get the fuck out of here. Oh shit, get the fuck out of here. Oh shit, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was definitely right. the wildest match. So basically, <laughs> top 32, basically Dan gets aggroed. Like, he just plays an aggressive <laughs> player with a crazy fucking team. And then he just like, runs. Kill, 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 go, go. Kill, run, kill, run. Yeah, it was it was nuts. Like I said last year, it it pissed me off because it had to be me. I wouldn't have given a shit if it were anyone else. I was like, God damn it, Dan. Even me. <laughs> even you, Dave. Even you. I can't blame you, man. I can't blame you. 
He was just beginning a streak of taking out his teammates in the top 32. So. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with Dan having to walk? I wonder how far our, own, our other guys would have got if Dan didn't have to go What's through up? Them What's all up the with way? us having to play each other at... What's up with us having to play each other at crucial moments in these tournaments all fucking what? weekend, right? Are we fucking four points gaming club all of a sudden? It's, like, it's a goddamn conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. This <laughs> is bullshit. This is clap, bullshit. Clap, we, clap, clap, clap. Yeah. It's funny because they used to call it the rock tradition because for the first five rocks we went to, I played Alan round one in gold. I was surprised I didn't play PJ. Most of the time I play PJ round four. You know, I didn't have to play. I didn't have to play against PJ all weekend. Wow, that's always a good thing. Like I like playing PJ, <laughs> but like if you ain't got to play PJ, don't play PJ. Yeah, <laughs> PJ don't still to out, play. Don't go out looking for PJ. If clicks were a dark alley, you wouldn't go out looking for PJs at night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> You gonna be all right, Dan? Oh man, that's... all right, Drew. <laughs> I've got. It was, uh, it was the wording, man. <laughs> I've uh, I've got my episode title now. <laughs> What's that gonna be? Uh, you'll see now. You'll see now. <laughs> like it has to do a dark alley. <laughs> don't go looking for PJs. <laughs> yeah. All right. So our our next question, Corey, our teammate Corey Clark wants to know: boxers briefs or boxer briefs? Uh, boxers. Nude. No. <laughs> Go nude, Dan. Commando. That's Always. Right. Dan's like, I don't no. wear underwear. Underwear is for non-rock champions. <laughs> not, not the commando is the right answer. It's that it's the only answer. Uh, you know, you, you gotta you gotta have the support for the balls. <laughs> for the balls. Oh, my his, God. His follow-up question. Things. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, his follow-up question was, how bad was the gamer funk? And I, I'm uh, gonna say non-existent. Non-existent, yeah. I didn't yeah. play against. Funk. I didn't play against oh, anybody oh. that smelled. Yeah, this I was Rock really Cup, not Gen Con. Opponents either. Yeah, this is Rock Cup, not Gen Con. We're not savages there. We're all. We're not a bunch of nerds. Nerds. <laughs> nerds. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead, Dave. I, I need to change my favorite part of my favorite moment of Rock Cup. <laughs> My favorite moment of Rock Cup was whenever Austin Lytle realized what was going on at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) I love Austin to death, man. He's such a good kid, but freaking... So, Drew, here's the story for you and for everybody else. So, now, these two um, ladies uh, were hanging out at the bar at, at the hotel. They were there first thing in the morning. And in the evening, and they wore skin-tight dresses, right? So, and uh, I'm pretty sure they were uh, prostitutes. I mean, do you have confirmation? They were were somewhat, uh, they weren't uh, classily dressed in in these dresses, and their hair might have been dyed in kind of odd colors. Yeah, Yeah, so like... Year. These are my type of ladies. They, they kind of, yeah, they are exactly your kind of lady. Yeah. So, yes, <laughs> score. You got I at me one so point fun. told uh, told Jason I was totally going to sell a rock map and get a hooker just to just to do it. <laughs> I mean, the price is so, about equivalent, so it works. So, so Dan goes up to Austin because we're we're playing 
board games in the restaurant slash bar. It's about eleven o'clock or ten o'clock or whatever. It's 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 everything felt later. Maybe it's like nine. It's whatever. So the the hooker chicks are there, and uh, Dan goes up and he goes, uh, "Do you guys?" Um... <laughs> He's like, "Look over at the bar over there." He's he like, "You see those two ladies?" But don't like stare stare. Yeah, but don't. He's like, don't like, don't like, don't hard stare at them. But just glance over there and kind of, and kind of look over there. Do you, do you see those two ladies? And they're like, yeah. And Austin's got his his other friend, right? And they're both teenagers. And he's like, yeah. And Dan's like, do you know what they are? And they're like, no. Like not even like <laughs> like grasping others. Like, no. What are you talking about? And then we just kind of end the conversation, and Dan's like, all right, you know, I was just wondering, and, like, I swear to God, like, two minutes later, both at the same time, just this realization comes across their face, and Austin goes, oh, my God, are they prostitutes? (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, it was funny, because we just started laughing, because they finally got it, and then, like, it was funny because, like, a, a couple minutes later, I saw him looking over at the bar. I was like, bro, don't stare. Don't stare. <laughs> and then, uh, he kept talking about how he wanted to get a Coke or whatever, but he only had six bucks. And then eventually, I think I said something like, hey, bro, go over there and ask him what six bucks will get you. <laughs> <laughs> earlier, in the, earlier in the day, I'm sitting in the lobby of the hotel on the couch out there across from the, where, we play, where we were playing that. And those two same two ladies were walking through there, and they stop and like, "What's going on here?" And Dan just happens to be there and starts explaining what HeroClix is. These two prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> you girls want to play a pickup game? It was it was just hilarious just to watch. Daniel <laughs> Pal, world champion and tutor to hookers. <laughs> I think I think Mike Check was was flirting with them. I'm not sure. I'm not even mad at him. <laughs> yeah, I think he kind of was. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I bought a uh, I bought a uh, a rock map from uh, Mike Check, so it's it's possible that that was funded. Oh boy, <laughs> you funded <laughs> you funded that. Uh, yeah, it could have. It could have. <laughs> All right. What next? Ne- All right. Uh, our next question uh, from Corey Henry. Um, what was the thing on your bill that you think gave you the distinct advantage over other Unimine teams in the field? Sidestep. Yeah, I think we already covered that part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so Chris Dunn has the secondary right answer in that the advantage was he had less points on the map than other Unimines. So in the mirror match, when inevitably you are left with Unimine versus Unimine, you should win on points. Uh, that was true for... All the for for my uni mind matches, yes. Yep. Yep. It came true in the finals. Definitely. <laughs> That's a hell of a point denial, like a super offensive point denial, which is like crazy, right? Like yeah. most of the time, a point denial team can't wreck your freaking face off. So I mean, and we're talking we're talking ten fifteen points here. We're not talking, you know, right, ha- We're right. not talking about a hundred hundred points, twenty, thirty, forty points. We're talking ten to fifteen points was how much of a difference maker that was. Right. But in that matchup, that's huge. Yeah, that's uh, that's what totally helped me against uh, round one against a Fruz. He had, he had, I think it was 15 more points on the board than I did. 
and that's what got you the win? Uh, I ended up being able to tie him down with Plastic Titty. and uh, Nice. Everybody loves Plastic Titties. Yeah, and um, my Nighthawk didn't die. So it was a little bit wider berth. Um, but no, I just based his Unimine with my <clears throat> Unimine and probed all of his breakaway rolls. He was like, he was like, hypersonic breakaway, roll a three. And he was like, oh, I rolled a four, prob. He's like, fair enough, three. <laughs> uh, my bad, sir. I will roll that three again. Sorry yeah. about that. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Yeah, I knocked him, uh, knocked him away with a crit hit, and he was like, oh, that's fortuitous. And then I was like, sidestep, and just <laughs> went and based him again. And he was like, shit. <laughs> sidestep. Uh, Jeremy Costello wants to know, do you think the value of Unimine and Hulk from the Mighty Thor will be boosted in the meta due to your plane? <laughs> um, sure. I think I, think I, I, think I might single-handedly break, make the Supreme Intelligence go back up in price, too. Nice. Way to go, Dan. He's probably got five of them for sale now. Uh, yeah, I did I did win one actually in my prizing, so <laughs> I'm so glad I bought one recently. <laughs> so cheap. So hit me up if you need a supreme intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it you heard it here first, people. hundred and fifty bucks a pop. <laughs> Autographed by your rock world champion, Daniel. Oh Fowl. my goodness. You do need to like do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it looks like it looks like they've gone back up. There's only one left at seventy five bucks on eBay right now. Damn. And then the next one's a hundred and twenty and a hundred. Uh, one of them's a hundred with thirty three dollars shipping. So, Ugh. watch out! That's probably coming from overseas, right? <laughs> you know, if you got. Uh, but John yeah. Harry Capper wants to know what did you buy, Mister Chops, with your winnings? <laughs> puppies. Mr. Chomps of cute puppies. Mr. Chomps changed his. uh, uh, Mr. Chomps requested a barrel of puppies. So (laughs) we hear clicks off accommodate. Who was it that suggested that your map should be Mr. Chomps's swamp? Uh, Kevin Schaefer. I agree with completely. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's it's Dan's map. But uh, I don't think anybody would be disappointed with that at all. It was popular rock map of all time. Yes, you know, That's a fantastic idea, man. I tell you, I I, I did get to talk to uh, Ed a little bit, who just you know designed a map for this year, and uh, uh, he you know I got some pointers and stuff, and uh, I was like, man, I got a lot of good ideas, right? Like, who doesn't want to just make a map? I mean, that's you know, making a piece is fun. I really want to make a piece. Really want to win the world. Uh, you know, WizKids worlds. But you know, a map is fun, right? I mean, a map can go on any team. A piece can't really go on any team, but a map can go on any team. Dan's literally going to design a map for like meta use. <laughs> First five hundred dollar Brock map. Um, that's might be the underground if they don't release any more of them. Oh my god, that map is so good. Yes, it is. Uh, Mr. Clixo wants to say uh, congrats on your win. Uh, how was your overall feelings throughout the competition, and what was the most creative team that you had seen at the World Cup? Um, Mangog. 
Um, yeah, I have to agree with that. Mangon was definitely a very creative team. Um, and then the fact that they did, that him and Randy both made top 32 with it, and Randy made top 16 with Mangog. Um, Pulling the Odin sword on that ass. Dude, I tell you, I mean, he just I mean, he just keeps freaking coming, dude. And then he can colossal call out an ID card. Oh, my Oof. God, dude. You just, you're just like, fucking get away from me. <laughs> you're a mean man, God. You're a mean, mean man, God. Yeah, and I think what hurt him is that he took me to the office. Um, if he had another map um, where he could go outdoors, uh, he might actually have done better. Um, like, sure, his Nighthawk might have died, but that would have been just enough for him to go pull the Odin sword. Hmm. So, uh, in my feelings, uh, I don't know. I-, I felt like I was playing clicks all day. It's just, it was just another competition, really, is how I, how I, how I kept it in my head, at least. Makes sense. Okay, well, let's see. Next question. Uh, Drew Warren says, uh, with this win, does this mean Daniel Powell will be replacing Mr. Chops as the most dangerous part of the podcast? I don't eat puppies, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, he only sucks your soul out. <laughs> Clickety-clack. 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 <laughs> Uh, before but before the tournament started, he he walked up behind Kyle and was giving him a massage. He's like, "I'm sucking out your ginger life force." What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So I definitely gotta say that Kyle was being super whiny like all Saturday night, like worried about Sunday. And we were like, "Dude, chill. You're gonna be fine." <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, man." I don't know. And I was like, you're going to be okay, dude. It's all right. It's funny because I can hear him saying that. And I saw his Facebook post where he was like, hey, I did like a whole lot better than I ever thought I could. Right. And like, we, yeah, we, we, had, to, we had to talk to him to keep playing that same team. Like, <laughs> I have no idea why you think you're that good. You're one of the better players that I know, man. Calm down. Right. He's like, why am I playing this? And we're like, you're playing this because of this. There's no better reason for you to play that. Just play. Oh, yeah. What if I play this? No. That won't do this for you. You want to be able to do this. Stop it. Bad <laughs> Kyle. Stop. Right. He, Kyle second-guesses himself too much. As long as he gets the practice in, he'll do great. I think, we, I think we just need to take take this point, or this, this, and just say congratulations to our teammates, Kyle and Lane Miller, for yes, Kyle, yeah. making, Kyle making eighth place and Lane making third place. So kudos to you guys. You did an awesome job. Yeah. Good job, guys. They were only knocked out by the world champ. (laughs) (laughs) That asshole knocked his own teammates out to climb onto the top. (laughs) He climbed over the bodies of his teammates until he reached (laughs) the top of the mountain. You know, I I did. Get to the top of the mountain, yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, I feel bad now because I bowed out in the top 32. But I had to play Isaac, so... That's not exactly uh, an easy win. Plus, I had a terrible matchup. <laughs> your, your dice were not helping you at all, Dave. I watched. Oh, I know it. They were doing so bad. Dice oh, are being yeah. a death man. Like, every time I see him start to do bad, his dice are like, fuck you, Dave, tw- two. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to. You're going to roll three in a row. Fuck you. Hey, God damn. 
<laughs> that was pretty much what was happening. It was bad, dude. Need an eight to kill your Unimine. Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. If only I had one more D6, I might be able to freaking do that. <laughs> Third D6 rolls one. Nope, never mind. Going home. You guys have fun. <laughs> wow, I rolled three ones. That's pretty good. Do I just take two unavoidable for that? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Chris Stockhouse said, I heard Dan joke about rolling a Foss D20 during the finals match. Let's pretend he didn't get retired early. <laughs> Would a, a Faust Jakeem team be a Faust Unimine team? No, it'd be even worse. God bless. Oh, imagine a <laughs> Faust that's a solid attacker. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I got like a 12 attack, 4 damage Felix Faust. Fucking you, six ways just, from Sunday. I'll just scoop my team up and go home. I don't even need to play that. <laughs> I would, dude. I'm not going to lie. Well, you if I man. sat down across the table from that, I'd be like, good game, man, good game. <laughs> right. to, to be fair, it'd be a 12 attack, uh, 5 damage, side blasting through characters, Faust. Oh, oh, oh my bad. Sorry. So, even worse. Yeah, after locking you in place and you can't do anything. <laughs> you can only take close combat actions. Wow! <laughs> my face. My fucking face. Yeah, it would. Uni Mind Faust would be worse than anything. Jug. Because then as soon as you get flo- close, here comes freaking, you know, whatever. And Faust can call out Chase Hawkeye, so, with another perplex. Ugh. Yeah, but you know the one thing that would keep uh, Uni Mind in check would be Felix Faust, right? That's but that a, one turn he doesn't. He dare. That's a nice. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. some, that's some nice perplexes you got there. Be ashamed if you could only take uh, move actions. <laughs> I'm gonna take those. Thanks much. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Felix Faust. Drew said he wants to play him on a mystical theme team with Brother Voodoo. I will stab whoever does that. (laughs) I get banned from that venue. It's fine. (laughs) He'll get banned from that venue and put in jail. (laughs) Super cool with it. If you put Voodoo on the map, you deserve it. And with Faust now, we're not friends anymore. But then you can't pick up hookers at Rock Cup. I mean, sometimes you gotta you gotta sacrifice. <laughs> you gotta pick which battle is. You gotta make sacrifices, man. <laughs> and I don't need to get hookers at Rock Cup. I'm going to jail. There are hookers at jail. I can just wait till they get out to you. It's fine. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Alright. What's the next question, Jason? Oh. We lost Jason. Oh, no. No! Uh-oh. No, boo, Jason. What did we leave off on? I'll, I'll read the... Hey, okay, there hey, we go. Hey, He's hey, back! Hey. My family won't quit walking in the room, so like, I can't keep Ugh. muting it. Um, I was about to make a joke, but I decided it was in poor taste. How, how dare you find love and happiness, you son of a bitch? <laughs> I was about to say, you need to Chris Benoit this situation. No. Oh, Dave, that is in poor taste. Dave, oh man. Oh, too soon. I know it's been ten years, but too soon. <laughs> always, always soon for Benoit jokes. <laughs> uh, oh, Colostin Heroclix wants to know what helped most in your preparations for the Rock World Cup, and it can be non-Heroclix related. Was it murdering your team? Village Burger. 
Um. Oh man. So. Uh. So non-hero clip. So obviously practice, study, reading the rules forums. That's always a big thing in preparation, right? Uh, non-hero clicks related um, would be uh, sleep and a good breakfast and plenty of hydration. Oh my God, Hulk Hogan from the 1980s. Say you brought it in state first, brother. That's an interesting segue to our next question. Just let it happen. <laughs> Michael Michael Kupach wants to know if you were tempted to cut a flare promo after you won and what it would sound like. Woo! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I did. Uh, anyways, man, I was like, I was, I was pretty excited. I'm still pretty dumbfounded. Like, I just like, wow, I did it. Um, but no, I mean, there was like woos and lots of hugs and stuff given out afterwards. So <laughs> it was probably more like a Bailey promo than a Flair promo. <laughs> so it was a bad promo. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Are you a white meat baby face, Dan? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I'm Daniel Pell, white meat baby face. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a heel. Clickety clack, clickety clack. I think Dan is for Flair. Like, to beat the guy, you gotta beat the guy. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. You know that is that is true though. I had to be the guy. I had to beat the Easton. So. Right. This is true. Not you not avenged not. yourself from last year. That's <laughs> in true. Your top four game. Yeah, I eventually rolled the, what I needed. Uh, Lucas Tom Van Hollen says, "Do you think prize support for finals is not balanced properly? Uh, for example, top thirty-two, which everyone already knows, takes just a little bit of work to qualify for, gets a hundred bucks, a monthly OP kit figure that everyone already has, and a T-shirt from twenty sixteen." <laughs> uh, the, the hundred bucks is totally cool, but don't you think that maybe we should have received a map, or object tokens, or other rock dice, something? It seems very cheap and very unbalanced for being one of the top spots out of everyone who plays this game. I want to know your thoughts. So the thoughts is is that a hundred dollars. Um, so I see that his he has a response in here. A um, hundred dollars for the top thirty-two is better than what you get at WizKids Worlds. Um, but now obviously 16 ramps up a little bit more um, but uh, yeah I mean I think for what they get I mean they're still businesses Rock is still a business right it's a business that invests almost everything back into its players right I mean so right. the, the Rock's budget is only so limited right they're already giving out $15,000 um, and then WizKids in and of themselves are uh, they're just a business, right? They don't really have to give us anything. I mean, they're playing with house money anyway. They already make the shit. <laughs> right. Right. Their cost is way less than anything they give out to start with. But... So, I mean, I, I could briefly summarize this up with, I'm a 33-year-old man. I have no significant other. All my kids are too young to have jobs. So uh, I get no birthday presents or Christmas presents unless one of these guys get me something. So, uh, if somebody gives me a shirt, I'm grateful. <laughs> Thanks for the shirt. All right. I like shirts. I can put them on my back. <laughs> um, to, so, in, in fun news, uh, Howard gave me two extra large shirts and said I had to sew them together. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Dan was like, they're still not long enough, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he wears right. a tall. For, for guys our size, that's a legit concern. Like, oh, so crazy. basically what Dan's saying is he's going to give me two rock shirts for Christmas. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yes! All right. That, that will probably be my only Christmas present. No and, shit. And it's a, it's a vintage one too, Dave, because it's for 2016. I, I know it. I'll be wearing that in like three years, and people will be like, Dave, you're so trendy. <laughs> Like, Dave, yeah. you're so 2016. I know. <laughs> limited edition. Calm down. And I'll be drunk, so I'll be like, who's Dave? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> He's like drunk Dave. Uh, the, the Queen of Quick, the Queen of Clicks, uh, Sam Powell, she wants to know, what was your favorite play or turn made during the whole tourney? Uh, was there one opponent you enjoyed more than the others, and is there one person you didn't get to play that you wish you could have played? So I'd say first of all, I um, I need to thank my wife uh, profusely. She uh, she helped me practice. Uh, she supports me in every way um, in life and in the game of Hero Clicks. Uh, and I would not have been able to do this weekend, this past weekend, without her. So um, go ahead and get your tissues out, everybody. You know, vomit, blip, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Look at him, he's happy. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my favorite play turn made during the whole tourney uh, was do, being able to do the Hulk thing against Lane's Carnages. It was the only time I got to do the Hulk thing all weekend. Oh, where he runs through him? Yeah, where he runs through the Colossal and is like, punch you in the dick after I <laughs> killed your other friend. <laughs> you bitches wait there while I take care of this guy. Yeah. Um, was there one opponent you enjoyed more than the others Uh, Lane and there's one person you didn't get to play that you wish you could have Um, I would say PJ but you don't go chasing dark alleys (laughs) (laughs) you don't go looking in dark alleys of Clickston for PJs yeah Um, so so uh Another another funny thing that I said this weekend because whenever I'm drunk I say funny things. Um, Austin's <laughs> little friend said something, and I think Kyle was right there with me. And so you know this kid's like fifteen, sixteen, or whatever, and he says something smartass to me. I went, "Careful, kid! I'm still old enough, or I'm still young enough to beat up your dad and fuck your mom." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes. I got two moms. I was like, well, that saves me a step, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Love this guy. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Brian Poling wants to know what advice as a champion you can give to a Rocktober virgin. Um, show up early. Uh, plan for rest, um, drink plenty of water, um, and practice. And Village Burger. And Village Burger. <clears throat> yes. Village Burger, custard, uh, swirl, uh, small size is all you need because it's still half pound ice cream. Um, Their chocolate shakes are fantastic. Uh, yeah. Their chicken tenders it's are a- good too, even at a burger place. It's yep. a shame that we only get to eat there once a year. 
well, twice a year, I guess, because we went. Yeah, <laughs> we went back the next day. We were like, "Gotta get more Village Burger." We should have went every day, twice a day. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> uh, Symbio wants to know at uh, what point during your final game with Easton did you decide to TK object attack the Hopebuster torso to win the game? And also, did you talk to Easton about that afterwards? So Chris Stockhouse kind of alluded to it there. We actually. Uh, talked about it um, because uh, Easton, I was thinking about how in the world did I need to destroy it um, and then Easton brought up, hey, is TK an object your range or is it six? And Pat was said, well, TKing an object and an object attack is your range. And I was like, alright. So that next turn I, uh, I TK'd it up uh, within within uh, range to do it in the next turn or two, and because I had to do some sidestepping, and uh, I uh, I was able to pull it off like two turns later. Was was uh was Easton um, tokened up at the time? Because it would've been funny if he had TK'd it to the back of the map to keep it away. <laughs> he was already in the back of the map. He was already in the uh, back of the map. So oh man, I, that, that... I, I cornered him with a damn Hulkbuster piece, I guess. Yeah, I just, he's like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and TK this over to here so you can't get to it. To be fair, that would have been with all within my range, though, so... Yeah, I know, I was just messing. There's too much range on that unit of mine. Yeah, we were, we were on a fairly wide-open map, so... Crossfire Canyon. Yeah. Um, uh, Tyler Spees wants to know, do you feel like Unimine will be, or should be nerfed, and if so, should Jakeem? So, we talked about this in the group... Um, Unimine won't be nerfed until after WKOs and or after all of the Thor product is out of the warehouse. <laughs> Till they sold yep. all the Unimines. I totally agree with that. I, uh, I don't yeah. think he should be played in limited, to be honest with you. As Dan can attest to, there are way too many 0-0 losses. Um, he's too strong not to play. But if everyone else plays, or if someone else plays him and you don't, then you're just going to get wrecked and if you play each other, you're going to both lose, so. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way to get through all of his stop clicks in one turn. Right. So, so really, in limited, I don't mind him in tactics, whatever, as long as Green Arrow's there to balance. But, in limited, I, I really don't think he should be played. I feel like he should have a, uh, a limited ban, to be honest. Just for the health of the game. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Uh, we kind of talked about this one already. Alan Lynch says, uh, the team's Daniel face in the top 32, which build was unique and challenging? Well, so I know that I'm pretty sure that Alan is uh, Brett Mann's friend, um, so I would be remiss to not mention Brett, uh, Brett Mann. Uh, who played Devil Dino, uh, Mini Shredder, uh, Red Leader, uh, Four IDs, and uh, a Carnage, I think. Um, un- unfortunately, I won map, uh, went outdoors, and Hawkeye machine gunned everybody. And uh, <laughs> um, So that was definitely unique. Uh, the challenging build was still the Mangog. Because he suddenly became 400 points of whoop-ass? Yeah. 
Now, uh, Brett's team, and as you keep in mind, Brett won one of our, he won two states with a similar build. Um, and uh, Brett won our contest and actually got one of our maps. I mailed him a map. Um, so he, he had played a Devil Dino team very well. He was a very good player, one of the best Devil Dino players that I've, I've witnessed. Um, so prop, props to him for getting the top 16 with him. Good job, Brad. Um, Steve Carlos says very few unis were split into Eternals over in the top rounds, uh, in the finals it seemed. Uh, even though a lot of players are picking Shape Change or Prob instead of the safe anti-green arrow invincible pick on their opponent's turn, uh, is taking out all scorable support then going for uni always the right move, or could some of the games have had different outcomes if people went after uni harder? and used a few attacks or IDs trying to split him. Um, so that's that's what Brett did against me. Uh, was he pretty much focused on my uni mind? He, he was the only person that got him to the stop click. Uh, and then I regen and supported off of it. Uh, so I think the answer is that. Is, um, you know, you can focus fire on him, but if you don't get rid of Nighthawk, you're not going to... He's just going to support out of it with a with a Nightwing call in. Yep. <clears throat> it really depends on your build, too. Some people's builds aren't meant to... Or aren't... So if you got one big tent pole, you're not going to be able to take out Unimine. You need to kill all the support and then see what you can do. You know? Like, my team, I was playing Shredders and uh, Green Lantern and two Carnages. So really what I did was... I would go up, and if I rolled 5-6 on the first turn, I would equip the Symbiote onto Claw Shredder. And then the second turn, if I rolled a 5 or 6, it was balls of the wall. Let's get in there. And the first thing I would do is I would have to kill Nighthawk. And like I said, I did this matchup four times in a row. Every time Nighthawk died, all the support died, and uh, and then I popped one Unimine, one hit shape change, and I missed two rolls on the other with Green Arrow. So really, just a, it depends on your build. If you got the shot with Green Arrow, man, take it. <laughs> yeah, I tend to agree with that. But for the most part, it was you need to take out his support. Yeah, Nighthawk prevents your Green Arrow from getting the damage needed to pop him, so. For sure. Okay, looks like our, our final question for the night comes from our co-host, David Paul Gosselman. What? What? He, yeah, he wants to know he wants to know on a scale of one to ten, how much do you love David Paul Gosselman? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's a that's a very self serving question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I need the self-esteem boost, Dan. No. <laughs> I, 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 always, I always love you, Dave. Oh, thanks, Dan. Um, maybe maybe it was a little bit less whenever you knew you had to face Isaac on the underground map. Oh? Yeah, it seemed like you died a little on the inside. I mean, I, I picked the map. Oh, you did? Yeah. What'd you do that for? Because it's literally one of the only maps that I don't get picked apart on. No, that's true. 
That was dumb. No, it was it was the only map I had for one. I, you, I killed everybody's teams in their starting areas. Like, not one single team got... Uh, two people got their Unimind out of the starting area, but not one single team got out of their starting area before they were killed. So... That sounds like a very Dave team. Yeah, it got right in. I had two Carnages on turn two just about every single game. So... Oh, pin damage for free, Dave. Yep. It really wasn't for that. It was mostly for their uh, their just durability. That's true. They are very durable. Indeed. So we should wrap up with saying our uh, WKO is on November 4th at uh, Big Bang's Toys, Comics, and Games. Uh, everybody should come out. We're going to be doing the $10 300 Modern Constructed. And uh, I get to judge uni mines all day, so that's exciting as hell. That's right. Come come meet the world champion. Right? Come of rock. the classy, classy world champion. <laughs> He'll be signing autographs for $10 a pop. <laughs> that's true. Bring your Unimines. He'll sign them. <laughs> that's true. I could do that. I could do Unimine signings. Hey, Dan likes money. Do it. He Dan does like money. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. You get to, you get to do the final thoughts today. So. Okay. So, uh, uh, Dave, final thoughts. Uh, main gog. <laughs> yes, Mangog. Yeah. I'm too tired to think of anything else. <laughs> Drew? Came up way past his bedtime. Um, uh, only final thoughts I have, it's good to be back. Um, I'm going to be back from now on. That's my goal. Uh, it's been an excellent time being back with you gentlemen. Uh, I didn't realize how much I missed it until we got on here and started recording. Um, and, you know, I learned about Unimine today, which was completely terrifying. terrifying. I came for like a year. <laughs> so I'm horrified. I'm horrified of what happened in my absence. And you should all be ashamed of yourselves. But hey, whatever. <laughs> I leave clicks and this is what y'all left me? This is what happens when I take a hiatus? <laughs> Can't trust you guys, right? This guy's got four fucking perplexes? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and two layers deep of, of invincible. What the hell happened? Picks <laughs> the power on your turn, my turn, and has three how friends is, on the sideline. How is this even a thing? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get Jason back now so I can listen to him bitch for nine and a half months about how he's broken. Uh, Dan, what's your final thoughts? No, I'd just like to thank Sam. Um, thank my wife um you know thank everybody that uh that uh, listens to the show and participates in our facebook group um it wouldn't uh it wouldn't be worth doing without uh, without all the listeners or the viewers right the viewers. yeah the viewers <laughs> can't forget the viewers <laughs> they're almost as important as the listeners from what i hear <laughs> oh how about uh i got one more final word robert f sedani's um interview with the champ that's pretty good stuff. Yeah, watch that. We posted that in our Facebook group. That is uh, it's quite hilarious. I look forward to more of it. 
<laughs> yeah, it was googly eyes everywhere. Yes. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, for my final thoughts, uh, Dan, I just want to say congratulations, sir. Uh, you you deserve it. I, I don't, and yep. You worked harder than anybody I know, man. And you you all you always focus on that. And I, I don't know anybody else that really, I could really say deserves it more than you do. So congrats, man. Oh, thank you, Jason. So uh, uh, thanks for listening to Clicks Off. We'll see you next week. Love you, fuckers. Later.